What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Rock the Mic. Happy Monday, everybody. So today, I want to share with you all um, something that happened to me over the weekend. I was, um, on Saturday night, I was in my bed, and I was watching, I wasn't watching, I was scrolling (laughs) through TikTok, and Um, I came across this live, right? This guy was on TikTok live and he was debating, uh, spirituality versus Christianity. And he had a lot, he was like bringing people into the live and there was a lot of different types of people who genuinely were curious about Christianity Uh, There was a girl on there who was a witch and she admitted that she didn't really know anything about Jesus, that she had never read the Bible. There was another young girl on there who said that she was raised in a household where her parents believed in the healing power of crystals and all of that stuff. And she was talking about how she tries to live her life according to the principles of the Bible, but she didn't necessarily believe that you had to believe in Jesus in order to get to heaven. And, you know, this guy, like anytime that someone challenged him or questioned him, he would just like kick them off the live. He wasn't really like responding to them um, the right way. He was using a lot of deep theology with people who weren't Christians, who just didn't understand. And he was just coming across very rude. And then I started reading the comments and there was people in the comments. My goodness, they was typing all types of disrespectful comments about God and about Christians. And then to make it worse, I saw Christians in the comments sending people to hell and they was being mean and they was being disrespectful right back. And y'all, I I did, I really did try to jump on the live, but since I don't have enough TikTok followers, I wasn't able to join live or even start my own live. And I think it's unfortunate that TikTok is set up that way because not all, but a lot of the people, you know, on that platform, and I'm talking about Christians, they use their platform like as a personal soapbox to vent their opinions about God and to beat people up with Bible scriptures. But very rarely do I see them speaking in love or speaking any truth in love to unbelievers. You know, those conversations always tend to turn into these debates. And most of the time, Christians just come across angry and defensive. And from this particular live that I was watching, I read, I read a comment and someone had typed, uh, you sure, you sure sound angry for you to be a Christian. And that stood out to me because I believe that as believers, we have to be very mindful of the way we behave towards non-believers. You know, we, we should be respectful and courteous. Hello. And we should use wisdom and we need to give people grace. You know what I'm saying? We have to respect people the same way that, 
we want to be respected and we have to listen. We have to be able to listen to people so that, you know, it, we want to listen to people the same way that we want them to listen to us. We have to be able to listen to them. And it's really important that we listen so that we know where a person is. And we can't be mean and nasty towards unbelievers because it just defeats the purpose. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know what they say, you get more bees with honey than you do with poop. <laughs> or is it flies? I don't know. But y'all understand what I'm trying to say. Okay. And for real, I see a lot of this nastiness going on, you know, on social media from Christians and I just feel like this needs to be said okay because there are so many mean-spirited Christians out here and I don't understand it because how can you receive the love of the father and not want to share that love with the lost I mean I see so many Christians expressing their faith through anger and hateful words and they sound so bitter and that can be a little disheartening okay we need to remember that we did not save ourselves it was the sacrifice that Jesus made that saved us because of God's grace and kindness he cleaned us up and he gave us a new life and it's because of Jesus's sacrifice that we're forgiven it's not because of anything that we did. We didn't earn it. We didn't even deserve it. We should always remember that there was a time that we were against God because of our sins and our own unbelief. But God was kind towards us. And because of Jesus, we need to be kind towards others, especially unbelievers. You know... I remember like a couple of years ago or maybe like a year and a half ago, um, my apostle, she did a teaching on discipleship and, you know, she was talking about how like there's not too much discipleship going on in the kingdom right now because we lack patience. We don't know how to really like, you know, endure and, 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 and you know, have long suffering, you know what I'm saying? And when I left church that night, I remember I was in my car and I was listening to this song by this guy named Brandon Heath. And the song is called Give Me Your Eyes. And I'm gonna read y'all some of the lyrics of that song. It says, all those people going somewhere, why have I never cared? Give me your eyes for just one second. Give me your eyes so I can see everything that I keep missing. Give me your love for humanity. Give me your arms for the brokenhearted, the ones that are far beyond my reach. Give me your heart for the ones forgotten. Give me your eyes so I can see everything that I keep missing. Give me your love for humanity. I think those are such beautiful lyrics, you know what I'm saying? And I, I remember driving in my car that night on my way home and I was praying and I was crying out to God and asking him to forgive me because I felt a deep conviction because I knew that at that time I wasn't really caring about the lost the way God would want me to. And I had to be real with myself 
And I had to admit to God that I had gotten so comfortable in my little Christian bubble, you know, my Christian friends, my Christian church, and just, you know, my Christian family that I had lost sight of the bigger picture because my response to non-believers wasn't always one of grace and patience and kindness. But that night, God reminded me that there was a time when I was a non-believer, but because of his grace, I was changed. And so I prayed and I asked God to give me his eyes and to give me a heart for the lost. And in his own way, man, in his own timing, he's been doing that. And that's why the other night when I was watching that live, it just really grieved my spirit because that man was not being kind. He was actually being very arrogant and he and he was being proud and he lacked wisdom. So when I I, I stayed on the live for about like 15, 20 minutes and when I I just I just jumped off, but he was still going. He was still going. But um, when I logged off, I uh, I started reading my Bible and I was reading all types of scriptures, you know, about how the enemy blinds people to the truth. You know, and we see that happening in the world today. We see we know that something is true. We see truth. It's right there. It's in our face. We know what truth is. But a lot of people reject the truth. You know what I'm saying? They reject the truth for myths and things like that or things that, you know, are not real. Like it's crazy, but it's not crazy. It's real because the enemy is the one that's doing that. He blinds the minds of non-believers, And, you know, the word of God is very, very clear about how we need to uh, behave towards non-believers. And I came to a scripture in Colossians 4, uh, verses 5 and 6. And in the Passion Translation, it says, Walk in the wisdom of God as you live before the unbelievers and make it your duty to make him known. Let every word you speak be drenched with grace and tempered with truth and clarity. For then you will be prepared to give a respectful answer to anyone who asks about your faith. It's clear. It's really important that we use wisdom whenever we are around unbelievers or when we're talking to unbelievers. Because first of all, we don't want them to make a fool of us. We don't want an, an you don't want a, a, a non-believer to get you out of character. Because every time that we do that, it 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 causes damage to the to the kingdom of God. It it damages the reputation of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because At the end of the day, this world is always going to judge us by the things that we do and the things that we say. And today, there are a lot of people who claim to be Christians who are out here dominating the airwaves, but all they're doing is spewing hatred and causing confusion. And it's obvious that they don't know God personally. Because when you know God personally, he changes you. You are a new creature. See, 
I was not always in a personal relationship with God. So I remember like during the pandemic when my when my process, this process, my journey of intimacy with the Father, when it started, I remember like during that time, during COVID, like the, the shutdown, there was so much going on in the world. You know, all the police killings and and really just the outright murders that we saw taking place right before our eyes and all these arguments about the vaccine and take the vaccine and don't take the vaccine. And if you take the vaccine, you're not a Christian. And if I always thought that was crazy, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like that argument is so invalid because it takes the same amount of faith. It takes the same amount of faith to take the vaccine as it does not to take the vaccine. Both require faith. But thinking about all of that, I just remembered how I had allowed myself to get caught up in all those, you know, conversations. And and I just remember, like, the way that I used to walk around feeling. You know what I'm saying? Because I had all this anger and hatred brewing on the inside of me. And I had to pray. I had to pray and ask God to remove those feelings because I knew that they weren't from God. And he convicted me. The Holy Spirit convicted me for allowing myself to get caught up in the ways of this world. And I'm not ignorant about all the things that affect our world and things that affect our communities. I'm not ignorant to those things. And I'm not going to turn a a blind eye to them either. But what I cannot do is allow myself to become so consumed with anger, fear, and hate. Because that is not the way that God wants me to be. Those things, anger, fear, and hate. Anger is an emotion, okay? But, you know, anger... If you don't, if you don't check it, that thing could be dangerous, you know, and, and fear is not of God. And when you got the love of the father in you, you shouldn't be out here hating anybody for real. You can hate the things that people do, but actually hating a group of people and you calling yourself a Christian. Nah, bro, that's not it. But unfortunately, that's what's happening in our society today. I see so many Christians out here who are caught up in these arguments about politics and religion. And listen, let me just say this. I don't necessarily think that there's anything wrong with Christians being involved in those conversations. Okay, I think it's actually very important. But I believe that when we do speak on those situations, we we have to be mindful we, we need to always remember that we are the salt of the earth. We are a light, okay? But unfortunately, what I'm seeing is the complete opposite of that. Nowadays, these conversations that are dominating the airwaves that are dominating on social media, they are really causing a lot of damage to the kingdom of God because the individuals that are speaking they, they have their own agenda and they do not care about the lost. And it is blatantly obvious. So please, my friends, with all that's happening in the world right now, make sure that you are guarding your heart. Because I'm going to tell y'all, God had to really deal with me about all of that. 
And honestly, he's still dealing with me about it because the truth is that it's hard. It's hard. You know, you care about people. You, I care about my community. I care about injustice. I, I, I don't like to see people of power hiding behind this facade of Christianity and they just talking reckless out their mouth. You know what I'm saying? And and I see Christians saying crazy, mean and hateful things. And yeah, that makes me feel a certain way. And I do be wanting to comment and I be wanting to speak up. But I have to remind myself that I'm in this world, but I'm not of this world. And so when I do speak up on things or when I do comment on something, I have to use wisdom. And that's something that God is still dealing with me and he's still teaching me. I really believe that it is impossible to say that I love God, but yet and still I walk around with anger and hatred in my heart towards people who don't think like me and people who don't look like me or people who don't see the world like me or people who don't believe like me. I truly believe that when God comes into your heart, it changes you. And I believe that because I've experienced that. God, he, he, his love for me, it, 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 it's changed me. Like, and it, and it should change the way that you see things too. It, it changes the way that, it should change the way you see people. And, 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 and when you are consumed with God's love, you are not going to see them the same way, especially the lost. God's love changes your mind and gives you a new perspective. And you begin to love people the way that God loves them. And God loved the world so much that he gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. God sent his son into the world not to judge the world but to save the world through him. That's John 316 and 17. So y'all, today I just want to remind you to represent the kingdom of God with kindness. Be respectful and have the same reverence for God for the kingdom. You need to have the same reverence that you have for God. You need to have that same reverence for the kingdom of God. Let's not forget that the world judges us us, I mean us Christians, us believers, the world judges us by the things that we do and the things that we say. So how do you act towards unbelievers? Do you like them? Do you hate them? Or you just don't care? Do you just deal with them on your job because you have to? How do you act when you come around unbelievers? Do you switch it up and act different when you're around your, than when you do, like when you're around your Christian friends? Do you look down on unbelievers because they don't think like you, because they don't act like you, because they're not like you? You know, there's Christians out here who actually believe that showing kindness to unbelievers is like casting pearls before swine. Then you have Christians who are out here in the streets or using their social media platforms to be world changers, to tell people about the good news of Jesus Christ. The good news, okay? The gospel of Jesus Christ is not a hate gospel. It is not a gospel of, 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 I, I, I'm just, it's not a gospel of um, 
arguing and, and, and bitterness, that's not the good news of Jesus. That is not the good news. You have Christians out here that are actually trying to spread the good news. And, and to those of you that are trying to spread the good news of Jesus, whether you got a podcast or, or if you might just get live on, go on live on TikTok or whatever, man, if you out here and you're trying to spread the good news of Jesus Christ, I want to remind you what the word says. Do not be tired of doing good. Do not grow weary of doing good because there is a reward for you for that. Today, I want to ask you, what type of Christian Christian are you? Are you one of those Christians who really could care less about unbelievers? Do you share your faith with love? Or are you combative when you share your faith with other people? Or do you even share your faith at all? Sharing our faith is not about beating people up with scriptures and theology. We need to be patient and exercise long-suffering with unbelievers the same way that God did with us. And when you share your faith with someone and they reject it, you don't have to be nasty. You don't have to be rude. You can just wish them a good day and keep it moving. Today, I encourage you to look for an opportunity to share Jesus with somebody. Tell them what God did for you and how his love changed your life. I pray that you will do so with compassion and patience and that you will exercise wisdom. And I pray that you will be reminded of how somebody took their time with you. Today, I'm going to leave you guys with this. That's a kiss. Kiss stands for Keep it simple, saints. Remember that the next time you share the gospel of Jesus Christ with somebody. Well, I want to thank you guys so much for listening today. And I pray that this has blessed you. And if it did, share with a friend. Until next time, I'm out. Peace.